Be confident. Be bold. Be authentic. But don't forget to take action. This is Ordinary to Badass, where our stories empower women to step into the spotlight of their own lives and pursue what they're truly passionate about. It's time to step into the arena and become more than just extraordinary. It's time to become a badass with your host, Marie Sonneman. Welcome to Ordinary to Badass, episode number 118. I am so excited you're here today. We are going to talk all about how to abandon yourself. So this is going to be just you and me chatting, digging in a little bit deeper. If you've ever had that thought, like, I am not enough, then this is definitely for you. So let's get to it, shall we? Welcome to Ordinary to Badass. Whether you're ordinary or badass, I'm glad you're here. So I've got to ask you, have you ever thought, I am not enough? I am not good enough, capable enough, strong enough, or confident enough? You can fill in the blank. I am not blank enough. You tell me what comes to your mind when you say, I am not enough. And maybe you just say, I'm not enough. But usually when you are feeling down or that's when you let your self-doubt just creep in and you don't question that thought. And when you don't question that thought, then it permeates and it can get bigger, stronger. You get in the habit of believing those thoughts. We don't have to believe every thought that we think. So this is all about getting out of the habit of doubting yourself because then you doubt your capabilities and what, what is possible for you. So what if you did something different? What if you abandoned yourself? I'm going to teach you today how to abandon yourself because what if you gave up on any and all of those limiting beliefs that you have? Anytime you had a thought that said you weren't enough, you flipped it and found proof that it wasn't true. There, I previously have talked about that's not true because. So like when you say something bad, you follow it up with that's not true because and list three possible reasons why it's not true. And it doesn't have to be, so like when I used to say I am fat, okay, well that's not true because I've been thin before. And I still thought I was fat. I still thought I had to lose weight. I, it's not true because I can't trust myself with my beliefs about my weight. It's not true because this has gotten me through a lot of hard times, right? But think of any possible reason why it's not fat or (laughs) not why it's not fat. Any possible reason why it's not true. So these things we say to ourselves, they're so mean And we act as if they're the truth, but they're not. Just because you think a thought does not make it true. Kind of like a failure. You might think that, oh, I'm a failure. I totally messed that up. But what is the proof that you're a failure? Your failures don't reflect your value. Like your value as a human being. It's what you do after the failure that matters. 
So you're like, oh yeah, I might've failed at that, but that doesn't make me a failure because it's what I do next that matters. So it's a process of like questioning these beliefs and getting out of this old way of thinking. So what if you stopped waiting for permission to be a badass? I can tell you right now, you are a badass. And quite frankly, it's about time you admitted it. I'm tired of the denial. <laughs> so for those of you that don't know um, the story, let me share. When I became a police officer, I didn't feel like a badass, right? Other people might have seen me because of my job and been like, oh, you're a total badass. But I did not feel that way. I lost all my confidence and was comparing myself to all my coworkers, to everybody around me. And I thought that I had to be how they were. I had to do the job just the same way that they did it. And that's going to take a hit to your confidence, right? So from that, it took a while till I got my confidence and really became like grounded in who I am. And actually like the first big thing was paying off $106,000 in debt. Once I got control of my finances, then it's like I felt invigorated and powerful and like, oh my gosh, I can do this. And so it was amazing. It was transformational, but I wouldn't have thought, oh, getting control of my money, getting control of my finances is going to make me feel badass. That's weird, right? Um, but it's the small things. It's the small wins. And I know you might not think like the $106,000 in debt is a small win, but I kind of did that out of necessity. I didn't necessarily do it just because I thought it would be fun, right? I mean, but I did it because I didn't want to go to collections and go deeper and deeper in debt. So I waited till the pain got too big, but I know I digress. I kind of went on a, a little tangent there, but just discovering that, okay, just be consistent and persistent. You can make mistakes and you can still be a badass. You can still pay off that debt. You can still run that marathon. You can still show up the next day and put it in the work. It's not like the future isn't made in a day, right? It's all the small steps that you take along the way. So from that experience of feeling like an imposter, feeling like I was a fraud when I first became a police officer and not feeling worthy or not feeling like I was enough, then that really taught me from that and then to paying off debt, it really taught me that being a badass is not about an object. It's not about a cigarette or a motorcycle or cool leather jacket. It's actually about you know, showing up and doing the work and having confidence in yourself, getting rid of your other beliefs, getting rid of all your self-doubts and just really just being consistent and persistent, showing up every day, doing the work, being confident in who you are. All right, so let's get to it. I kind of went off on a little tangent there, but let's get back to it. Um, the first way that to abandon yourself and feel more powerful is a, method, is a method I learned from Amy Cuddy. I don't know if you've read her book, but I loved it. Her book is called Presence, Bringing Your Boldest Self to the Biggest Challenge. Amy talks about power poses and using them to gain confidence. She suggests that you use these power poses in private places like your bedroom or your bathroom, or maybe if you're in the car by yourself, right? Um, 
And here's an example of a power pose. Like if I was standing, I don't even know that you can see this actually um, or hear it on the podcast, but if I was standing you kind of put your feet shoulder length apart and then your hands on your hips and you're like, I am powerful. Well, you think that to yourself, right? Um, and it's just, it's something that brings your energy up, allows you to feel adrenaline, allows you to feel just like a badass, right? It's an expansive posture. There's many power poses and you can just Google power pose. Um, but the one that I've typically done if when I've done it is standing with my hands on my hips. That seems to be my go-to power pose. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, if you doubt that this will work for you, don't worry. I did too. Amy said it would give you energy or a surge of adrenaline. And I doubted that too. I started doing it before a run and I would look at myself in the mirror and tell myself, you're going to do this. You're going to be great. You are a runner. You are a badass. And I would feel the surge of energy going through my veins. Um, and it kind of shocked me because I wasn't expecting it. And so that was kind of the first time I started experiment experimenting with it. And then a bit later, I was taking a promotional test at work. And this test is a long two-day process. And during the second day, there was four individual sessions that I had to do. And I completely bombed the second session. And I was devastated because I wanted this promotion so stinking bad. And I just felt like I did horrible. And so I went into the bathroom and like I excused myself, went into the bathroom and just was like, I'm not going to let this take me down. I'm not going to let this stop me. So what I made a mistake. So what I didn't do as well as I would have liked to do. So I was wearing a suit all dressed up and I looked at myself in the mirror and put my hands on my hips, spread my feet apart. And I looked fierce in my suit. I told myself, you are such a badass. You are going to like let that crappy interview go and you're just going to use it to propel you forward into your badassery and make this next part of your interview epic. And it just felt amazing. I really just, part of it, I just stood there silent, like with my hands on my hips and just like had a fierce look on my face. Like you're going to do this, try to stop me. Right. Um, so it's not what you did necessarily. It's not the mistakes you made, but it's how you come back from it. It's what you do next because you are so capable and just try things, right? Try different things. Like a power pose might seem stupid. You might not even think it worked. I didn't think it would work, but it worked for me. I walked out of the bathroom feeling so badass and so like, oh, let's do this, right? When I had just felt like crap two minutes before. But you have to do things to like change your mind, to change your way of thinking or to put you in a different state that you weren't in before. So if I wasn't intentional, if I didn't go to that bathroom and be intentional, then I would have probably flopped the rest of the day. I would have just let that carry through, but I didn't. I went back. I killed it. I did good. Um, and then, you know what? I got that promotion. So don't let one little failure, one little stumble predict the rest of the day or predict how everything else is going to go. One mistake in your past, heck, a bunch of mistakes in your past doesn't change things for the future, right? 
You can do this. You got this. Don't let one thing take you down. Don't let 10 things take you down. All right. Now, the second way to abandon yourself is to manage your thoughts. Don't believe every thought that you think. Question your thoughts. Question their validity. Just because you think something doesn't make it true. A book that I absolutely love and I've listened to a few times already is John Acuff's book, Soundtracks. I love it. And I highly recommend that you read it if you haven't checked it out yet. It's all about the soundtracks that we play in our heads, the things that we say to ourselves. It's super powerful. Um, John says that the problem with internal voices is that we think of them as a switch. We think of the internal voices that we hear as a switch. And we just think, okay, there's a switch out there, like flipping a light, switching on and off a light, that's gonna take this away completely. I'm gonna stop hearing this noise if there's just a switch that I can hit. But in reality, it's not a switch, it's a dial. So if you just turn that dial a little bit, then it's completely helpful. Like, don't just expect your negative thoughts to switch overnight, right? Expect to just turn them down, like constantly work to dial them down, turn them down so you don't have to hear those bad thoughts so much. Um, Perfection sucks. Quite frankly, perfection sucks. It's a failure. Um, Or it's aiming for perfection gives you 0% error rate. So anytime that you think a bad thought, you would fail. If you're just looking to like completely change your thoughts and say, I'm never going to think this way again. Well, there's going to be failure because you can't control the thoughts that pop up. You can only control how you react to them. So really look into those thoughts. Don't think I'm never going to think this again. Think, okay, how can I get better? How can I just turn down that dial just a little bit, you know, Um, So that way you can stop beating yourself up so much. So you can totally abandon those thoughts by thinking, I'm just going to turn them down. I'm just going to get a little bit better about how I talk to myself. Like all of these hard situations in life are going to come back up. We can't prevent the bad things, right? But there are certain things that we can prevent and we just try to minimize them, right? We try to minimize the bad stuff or the stuff that we don't like. So that we don't have to deal with it every day. But part of this abandoning ourselves is abandoning the old way of thinking, not doing things the same way, just because we've always done it that way. Like it's time to like, let's rise up. Let's stand up and say, we're not doing this anymore. So we're going to abandon this lack of confidence. We're going to abandon this old way of thinking, this old way of being. We are here and we're going to stand strong, my friend. So let's abandon that old way of thinking, the old way of doing things. All right. So another way to abandon yourself and your old way of thinking is to act as if. Jack Canfield talks about this in his book, Success Principles, another one of my faves. Um, And he says to act as if you have confidence. And as if you know what you wanted to do or what the next proper step was. Say, for example, your spouse asks you if you want to go, where you want to go out to eat. And your first thought is, I don't care, you pick. 
Well, act as if you did care. That's what Jack Canfield would say. Act as if you did care and pick somewhere. Make a decision. So abandon that old way of, I don't care whatever you want, right? It's kind of a form of people pleasing by saying, I don't care, you choose. Or I don't know. No, abandon that way of thinking. From here on out, you are going to be a decisive person. And again, it's a, it's back to the dial thing. Like you're not going to change this all in one night, but it's just getting a little bit better about speaking up for yourself. Sometimes it's the small things like where you're going to eat for lunch, where you're going to eat for dinner that can make a big impact because you find little ways to start getting in touch with your voice again. So definitely start making decisions and be comfortable with them. Don't second guess yourself, right? So if you do something and it turns out it didn't work out as you wanted to, you're just going to assume I made the best decision that I knew at the time. I made the decision based on the facts that I had at the time or the information that I had at the time. Cool. And if you need to adjust or pivot from there because it turns out it wasn't perfect or it wasn't right. Okay. So then you do that. You pivot. You don't, you don't doubt the decision you made. Just say that's what I had at the time, or that's the decision I made at the time. I made the best decision I could. Now how can we best go forward? Right. Stop doubting yourself. You got this. You are so capable. And I'm telling you, that used to be me. I used to hate making decisions. And when I was married, I defaulted all of the decisions to my spouse. That didn't do any of us any favors. It's like, I didn't never use my voice and speak up. And that probably didn't do him any favors because then he had to make all the choices. Like there's still a pressure of having to make the choice 24 seven, right? So don't put that on somebody else. Like you might think you're doing them a favor, but you're just adding one extra decision that they have to make. So start speaking up for yourself. Again, it's the little things that matter. It's the little decisions that make a huge impact. All right. The last way to abandon yourself um, is to find symbols of your badassery. And I thought I had my symbol here, but I do not apparently. Um, but you find things that represent the past things you have done and the badassery, right? Or the, the proud feeling it gave you, the confidence it gave you. Just look for a symbol and place it somewhere that you'll see it often to remind you of your badassery. Now, let me give you an example of like a symbol um, for my marathon. It could have been my... Uh, medal that they gave me at the end, right? Or I remember last, I think it was last summer, I went for a hike and I was terrified to go on this hike. It was so scary because I kept hearing of rattlesnakes being there. I didn't want to run into a rattlesnake. <laughs> and then, so a coworker had told me, oh gosh, there's rattlesnakes like crazy over there right now. Really be careful. So I'm like, okay. And then I get over there and then I see a dead rattlesnake in the middle of the road, which completely freaked me out. Um, and then I went on this hike. I was going on all these hikes, but this one was really long and I was scared. And so I did the hike. And at first the thought was paralyzing, but I just was like, okay, you're going to have to put out of this, put this out of your mind if you want to finish this hike. Because the adrenaline, like not the adrenaline, the energy it took 
for being consumed on that dang rattlesnake was taking too much. And I wouldn't get to the top of the mountain if I was so focused on that dang, I don't know that it was a mountain, but it was a huge, uh, I don't even want to say hill because that sounds like nothing, but I wouldn't get to the top of the butte. That's what it was called, the butte. Um, I wouldn't get to the top if I was so consumed with that rattlesnake. So once I made it to the top, then I picked up a stone and I was like, yes, this is my Chelan Butte rock. Like just because it was something to symbolize what I had accomplished and it felt badass, right? So now I have that and I thought I had brought it in the office here, but apparently I did not. Um, but I have that and I can look at it and I can feel proud of myself. Like that was a hard stinking hike. It probably took five or six hours just going up. And so that was something I accomplished. So here's the thing is you find one of those symbols and you reflect on it. So you can look at it and be like, try to remember that feeling you had, the emotion you had, just everything that you felt at that moment that you accomplished that thing. And then try to apply that, like whatever you're going for now, whatever you're trying to do, try to picture yourself completing that, completing that goal, doing that thing. So maybe you have to give a speech in public and you're terrified to do it, right? Well, then I would pick up that rock and I would remember the feelings that I felt when I got to the top of that mountain. And I would try to picture those same feelings, that same confidence, that same pride, same excitement towards the speaking engagement that I had coming up. And I would, for me, I would visualize that. I would take time every morning and visualize that, visualize myself giving that speech and then how amazing I would feel at the end. And the feeling of confidence that would come and pride and excitement to have overcome it. So sometimes we need those symbols. We need those symbols to abandon our current way of thinking, right? To get more confidence, to get more like excitement about the future. You can turn that nervous energy into excitement. So, but it's all about how you think about it and what you're doing. So you can either let it take you over, let that energy take you over that nervous energy, you can let that take you over, or you can turn it into excitement and really be excited about what you're going to do and what you're going to accomplish and how much fun it's going to be. It can be fun. There is a lot to come in your life and you can do so much more than you know that you're capable of. And I'm just excited to see it. I'm excited to see your journey. So now what if you don't have a symbol? Well, I can help with that. I have created, I am a badass anti-blue light glasses just for you. I am super excited on the inside of these glasses and small print, it says, I am a badass on one side, right? And then on the other side, it says ordinary to badass. And now this is really small print because it's only for you. It's only for you to see and know about. So that way, when you go to work and you have a meeting or a presentation to give, you can just throw on these blue light or anti-blue light glasses and be like, yeah, I'm a total badass. Or maybe you have to have a tough conversation at home with a loved one. So again, you can throw on those glasses and remind yourself of your badassery. And you can even go into the mirror or go into the bathroom, right? Or your bedroom, shut the door and look in the mirror, put on these glasses. And if you want like a super bonus, 
throw a power pose in with it, right? Put, put your hands on your hips, stand up proud or sit up proud as I am right now, but, um, and have those glasses on and really be like, you are a badass and pump yourself up and, or give your fiercest look in the mirror with those glasses on, um, really just to remind you that you are powerful. You are capable. You can do this. You can have that tough conversation with a loved one. You can go to that work meeting and speak up or speak your mind. This is where you start, right? And you can put these glasses on and not only feel like a badass, but you'll kind of be like Clark Kent. And you can, you know, not everybody's going to know about it. Nobody's going to see the little writing on the glasses that are the reminder, but it's for you. It's for you to know you're a badass and just a reminder that you can do this. And sometimes it's all we need. All we need are those little symbols to remind us of our badassery. So man, abandon that old way of thinking. Abandon the thought that you need permission to be a badass. If you do need permission, I am giving that to you right now. You are such a badass. You can do this. I know you can. You have it in you. And so what I want for you today is I want you to buy those dang glasses, right? Or find a symbol of your own. But you can find the glasses at ordinarytobadass.com slash store. And I would love to have you check them out. But really, here's the thing. I want you to embrace bigger than buying the glasses or anything like that. I want you to embrace what it is that you bring to the table. Abandon yourself and your old way of thinking because it's not serving you. Realize you are a badass. Don't wait for anybody to give you permission or to agree with you. Know that you are one. And so that's my challenge for you this week is to find a symbol of your badassery. Find something that kind of symbolizes your badass, whether it's the glasses, whether it's a rock, maybe it's a metal or any small thing that just reminds you that you are capable, you are enough, you can do this. And then put that somewhere in your house where you'll constantly see it and be reminded of your badassery. And what I would love for you to do is once you find that symbol, take a picture of it and post it in your Instagram stories and tag me at ordinary to badass and let me know because I really want to know. I want to know that you have found a symbol, that you are a badass and you are embracing this. So that's the deal. Find a symbol of your badassery and post it on your Instagram stories. Tag me at ordinary to badass. I am super excited for you. I know that you are capable of so much and this is going to be an epic week. Don't be surprised if you feel changes when you look at that, that symbol, right? And you really realize things that you've done before. Even if it's just one thing, you look at that and then you're going to apply that to something new. It's going to be so amazing. I can't wait. All right. That's it for today. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, own it and get after it. All right. If you want the new I am badass anti-blue light glasses, head to ordinarytobadass.com slash store or backslash store. I love these glasses. I think they're so stinking cool. And I'm glad that there is a symbol out there to remind us of our badassery. 
And the link will also be in the episode notes as well as on the show notes page. Let's catch up soon. To your badassery, my friend. Now that you've listened to this episode of Ordinary to Badass, we want to hear from you. Go to our website, ordinarytobadass.com slash podcast and submit your own experience on how you took your life from ordinary to badass and get the chance to be on a future spotlight episode of the show. That's ordinarytobadass.com forward slash podcast. While you're waiting for the next episode of the show, wipe off the sweat, dust off the dirt, and get back in the arena.